Welcome to our podcast on our eighth day. We're here with your boys, Memo and Steve-O. How you doing, uh, man? I'm doing zippity doo that zippity day whatever that means. Yay. So, what's up? You enjoyed your day off? Um, it wasn't really a day off. I mean, I just didn't get paid, but I was <laughs> out there doing, working on my Jeep and, well, not me, but trying to get parts for it and trying to get it all, working on my cars, just maintenance, mechanical stuff, and didn't get much done, just took a lot of my time, wish I was more efficient, better prepared, oh well, it is what it is, and that's it, so, moving on to what's next, I mean, it's driving better, a lot better than before, you know, especially when you were driving around right here on the on the tracks in the, of the desert, but I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it still made some noises, you know that that kind of you know, that that raised some concern. Not not too much, but some concern. But I'm pretty sure that would be yeah, that could be repaired. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I mean, so far the way it's been driving, I mean, I, uh, it's, I'm pretty impressed. You know, it shows that. The guy that's working on your Jeep knows what he's doing. Yeah, we're going to have to go and test it out there in the at truck haven. Teal Wells, do some trails with it, and uh, still need some work. Uh, the Jeep, it's a Grand Cherokee, 98. Uh, put a six, now it has six inches lift. That was a 96. 98. Oh. 98 with the 4.0. Um, Line 6. Yeah, it has a rough country uh, long arm. Four inch lift in it, but we extended, made it to a two inch. We added two more inches of lift on it, so everything's good now, man. Everything's running pretty good, very stiff, but stiff ride, but all good. Hopefully, in this time, you won't uh, try to do anything crazy or try to be bold. <laughs> I don't know about that, you know. <laughs> Get called out again. I gotta do it. Man. I gotta do it. Calling me out. <laughs> yes, sir. Hopefully, también, you know, the homie doesn't get flipped over in his rock crawler like last time. Mm-hmm. You know, last time we went with Memo to uh, Truck Haven, we were meeting up with uh, a group of his homies. And once we arrived there, it seemed pretty dead. You know, I mean, yeah, it was at night, but, you know, we were at the campsite where his, you know, his truck was there. But my first impression, or our first impression was that, it was dead. It wasn't that many people. You know, perhaps he got there solo. And so we decided to, you know, drive around looking for him. And and then um, we got to this one area where there was like a Jeep parked in the middle of the desert. And then I think in the corner of your eye, you saw some lights that were moving towards the hills, right? In the distance, like far in the distance mm-hmm. and so we went on that path we followed it right there and that you know where um we saw the lights well he saw the lights and then we got we went to this one canyon and then uh we kept driving uh we kept going and until we uh arrived to where the group of homies were we just we heard we heard the music we heard the banda music right there playing dude and, we, and right then and there we knew it was them as soon as we got there Yep, right there, and then we see the rock car already flipped over. Already. That was Joe. Yeah. 
he rolled on a little basic thing because he was showing off or doing some funny stuff. But that's how it happens, man. When you least expect it. And, and that dude's an awesome off-roader. And uh, just pounding around, you know. Where you think he's going to flip. He's not flipping on that little thing where you wouldn't think. But it was a straight wall. He just took one side of the, the wheel on yep. it. And he just flipped his truck. But it yeah, was okay. Spilling uh, tr- tranny oil, was it? Yeah, tranny oil. Tr- it, it wouldn't oil. start. So he had to let it settle. And after he got it going, man. Still, you know, went over doing all these little stunts. Trying to go over all these freaking big ass rocks and shit. <laughs> and then you got the, the other homie with his old school Dodge Ram 4x4. Oh, what year was it? Like 85? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That, that truck is clean, bro. Clean. And, man, I mean, he wasn't doing all these crazy stunts like the rest of the guys were, but, I mean, he was still going up the, you know, the Rocky Mountains, dude. Like, I was pretty impressed the way he was driving it. I mean, he was, he was being smart, he was being wise. He knew which routes to take to go up the, the mountain, and he would make it to the tip. Mm-hmm. Even the one where you you messed up the the diff on the in the jeep, he was trying. He was, I guess, he said he was trying to call your call your attention to go follow him in the route that he wanted to take you in. And even when we were backing up with the fucking tire popped off, like we could see his truck was already on top of the the mountain. Yeah, showing us what's up. Uh-huh. You know, even when everyone else was going back to the campsite, he was still right there going up on the mountains with his fucking old school Dodge truck. Like, damn. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. I mean, it's pretty impressive, man. But it was yeah, well. very, very impressive the way he was maneuvering, on the, you know, at Truck Haven. Well, on talking about today, a little bit update on Steve Padlock. Um, I don't know if I said this in my. You might hear some of the stuff that I'm saying repeat itself in, in the, the podcast, but just trying to keep up to what's current on with the Steve Padlock, the Las Vegas terrorist at the Manalim Bay, who killed over fifty something people and wounded over five hundred. Um, in today's news on talk radio, um, I I heard uh, it's called this guy goes by war, um, talk about that. That they're trying to investigate if the Manilin Bay has insurance for terrorism, because that way it would pay out for those who are affected by it, and those who are in there. You know, if they want to be in a lawsuit, you know, I think they should. They should. That's the best way to find stuff out is to group people in in a in a big lawsuit against the casino, against you know what happened there, because the security there. It's known that MGM has some of the worst security. That uh, I think a year ago, two years ago, he disarmed a lot of his security guards. Mm. So he only has like a couple security guards armed now. <clears throat> so that came out on the news. Mm-hmm. And another thing that came out on the news was that that someone hacked into the FBI and, and the Las Vegas department um, on their emails. And that one of the emails stated that this was a big setup. Uh, that Steve Pellock worked for the FBI undercover. He was an arms dealer undercover, and he was doing an arms deal. And uh, they found out that, you know, that's why he had all those cameras set up recording to see who's coming in, and that that uh, the guy that got shot, the guy that works at the MGM, that went up there without a gun, that uh, most likely 
Steve Padlock was like, you know, paying him just to watch out because he was he wasn't armed, and that's why there was this big delay on when he got shot before they even called the cops if he radioed it in that, that there was a, that lapse in time like nine minutes before the cops were called, you know, or something like that, and uh, you know it took over the cops over an hour to breach his hotel room because they 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 should have known from the beginning because he survived that guy the Mexican uh, worker that worked there and. Mm-hmm. And talk radio is like, is he an immigrant? Is he legal? They're asking, you know, all these questions, but because he has a, a, a Spanish name, and uh, so that's that's another thing about that that they're questioning, and they want to know is he part of it, the the guy that works at Mandalay Bay, or or is he a hero? I don't know why you call him a hero. What did he do? Just call it in, but mm-hmm. like he had reported when it happened, but. I guess the Mandalay didn't call the cops yet. So there was like a night period in between there before they got called. It wasn't like an immediate call, you know? Right. So there was time delay there. And before they even the cops reached to the room, like over an hour, you know? So to put it in simplest terms, it was an inside job. Oh, well, we don't know. It's just he say, she say, you know. Oh, well, it's speculation. It, spec- yeah, yeah, there's all these. The thing is that there's the Las Vegas Police Department... There's information they let out first that the guy got shot first was the thing. He got shot first, and then he called it in. And now it's like, no. No, no. The first story was that he went to go check up, and he got shot after the shooting, that he was shooting. Then he got shot. But now it's known that that, mm. that first he got shot, and then he started shooting at the people. Steve Padlock, that's the story. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think Steve Padlock was the one shooting at the people because there's two windows crack. Right. There was two windows cracks. And if you hear the videos of the shootings, you could hear there's like a close at, range and a long range. Yeah. And then all you go, and then you go different. Mm-hmm. And like right after another. So if you went put the gum down, you wouldn't have like, like, uh, like, okay, a stop and then shooting again, you know? Mm hmm. But it was like, and then you can hear their different guns from different angles or different lengths. Right. Like, okay, you go first, then I go first. You, you can know? distinguish the yeah, sounds. Like yeah, like there was more than one shooter for sure. And they're not releasing that information because they think that another thing was that since he was a, they're saying that Steve Padlock was an undercover FBI informant and was an arms dealer for the, you know, for the CIA FBI because he's also worked for NASA and Lockheed Martin. This guy was involved in all that. They know that. You know, the information, you know, you could time down to NASA, to Lockheed Martin. They can't time down to the FBI or the CIA, though. You can't time them down to that because that, they keep that stuff undercover, you know. So that's why he was a millionaire. Most likely it would make sense where he made all his money from selling guns, not just from being an accountant. So saying those things, you know, you, you got to, I'm not saying stick to one story. Just don't trust the government. This government has done a lot of things. Boom. You know, you should always question it. That's your job to question it. You know, once you feel secure, that's when you know you've been brainwashed. And you're dumb, you know, to believe anything they tell you, even in the media. Right. So you should always keep your ears open, be alert, and, you know, try to put the dots together, man. Yeah. And why? Who's benefiting from all this? Gun companies, stock people in stock, maybe the casino owners, those who are going to install the new... You know, why they let it happen could have been prevented, you know, not by outlawing guns, could have been prevented by, you know, 
Just uh, the camera, the surveillance, having enough security in that casino. Armed, armed, armed security, you know, to fight them. Send two people up instead of one guy up. You know, the casino made a lot of mistakes here. And, and who's going to pay for it? You know, who are they going to discipline on this? You know, because there were a lot of mistakes to prevent. I mean, if he, the guy was just shooting already, I get it, with one gun, he sneaked it up there, I guess so. But the amount of arms he had, the kind of weaponry he had, that not to release the videos, not to release the data of what he did, you know, it's just, there's a lot of questions about that. There's a lot of holes in their story. Yeah. You know. And again, this goes back to when we talked about how the government always uses propaganda, mm. fear-mongering, scare-mongering, whatever, to influence, you know, the people's mentality. And it's, it's a trip to, to witness the masses response like they, they they believe or most some of them believe that everything the government is displaying or or trying to convey is righteous oh yeah they know what they're doing what we believe what the government is doing is is right it's proper nah hell no nah. not for one second i I don't believe that one bit. Fuck no. Fox no. Um, and then the other story is that Obama, I guess he's re he's writing the new health care program, you know, he's putting down Obamacare. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, hablando de ese, um I just read earlier on uh, Associated Press that Donald Trump made an executive order to, I guess, fast forward the process to repeal Obamacare. Yeah, I just signed a... Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what's on the news right now. So you got like 9 million kids uninsured as we speak, supposedly. So yeah, yeah, he let it expire. He let it expire, you know, this thing that they had since the 70s for, you know... For kids who can't afford insurance to have them insured, you know, through Medicare, they let that shit expire. So I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, everything's in the media. That's what I'm just hearing. You know, it's when you have a president, first time ever, that could cuss in public, be very unpresidential. That's very unpatriotic, you know, to talk to people like that in a way. But I guess that's a lot of majority of Americans support that and they talk like that and they feel like that yeah. towards a lot of things. But when you have a position in your business or, you know, what if when you go into a store and the manager talks like that, you know, how would you feel? You know, it's like he's doing a job. He's getting paid to be as professional as possible. Yes, he is human, but he's getting paid to be as professional as possible. He's a, he's a, he has an image to uphold. You know, as a leader of a great nation, but I don't think he's doing it. And honestly, I don't. I don't think he should be in power. And will he get stuff done and and you know and do good things for the country? What has he done so good for the country besides you know sign relief for those countries? You know, he has. He did. He has signed relief. You know, believe it or not. 
to reconstruct some blood? Is it enough? Is he acting presidential and doing that? He's just, you know, this is what happens when you hire a thug, a mobster, to do business in the White House. You know, another if you do research on Donald Trump, you should check out that, you know, he was fined through the government ten million dollars for laundering money through his casinos, and that's all on record. And this is the guy who got hired to be president. You know, he's known those casinos have were doing. Uh, business with the Russian mafia, his casinos, and yeah, because he's a corporate head owner, you know, it doesn't tie him to him, because it's dealing through those people that are working for him, and that's the same thing in the banking cartels, you know. The thing about President Trump that the American banks wouldn't lend many money more, no more, so he had to go overseas to borrow money for his investments, you know, and he even has hotels out there in Saudi Arabia, so he's connected worldwide. You know, mm-hmm. he's connected worldwide. If you do his research with Trump Corporation, man, where their money is invested and where he has properties, you know, he's in, of course he could have ties to terrorists. He could have ties to to the mafia. He's mm-hmm. he's a mobster, oh, yeah. believe it or not. When you're the president, you deal with guns and weapons, and you and you're commander in chief, you control the military. Yeah. So yeah, you know, one of the things rumors are saying that you know, honestly. He didn't have any money of his own. He had it through his businesses, but personal money he doesn't. He didn't have. That's why he ran for presidency to have power. That money, that black, that black, black market money, mm-hmm. that behind the door doors closed deals he's making using his power, getting that cash, gold, whatever. In the other countries, you know, and he, you don't have to be out of the country in his private plane and meet with somebody you would never even know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think he's a low key mobster. Thing. Yeah, I mean he's got a lot of connects, dude. He's in the gambling industry. That's yeah. that came from mob money. Yeah, just went legal, but it's they're all mobsters. They didn't change their actions. What they did, the way we work with guns, you know, mobsters, chain. They're all they're all about money. It's you got to remember when you're at that level. It's all about that money. You're greedy. You're unlawful, even though but you work and you. Put that image that you're good, goody good two shoes, dress yeah. nice. But his language and the way he acts tells you he's a mobster. His character tells you all that. And you know, and major half of I say half of the population, you know, make it be more or less support him, and he has that support. He does. I have I know people who support him. They love Trump. And you got people that hate him. You know both sides. People who have a passion that want to hate him, and I'm not. I'm just saying he's not presidential. Honestly, I, I look at, I'm judging him by what he has said, what I've seen him say, the thing he's doing, the way he acts. You know, you could tell that dude, his wife is just a puppet. I mean, if people are like that with their own relationships, I get it. That's why they see it like that. You know, but this guy, man, look at all his ex-wives, what they've said about him, you know. You could go and look at my background, see what my I'm pretty sure my ex girlfriends will talk smack about me. Does that say that's the way I am? No, but I could tell you, yeah, that's true that and maybe this is the way I am, but I ain't got no power in that. Mm-mm. I'm not dealing with a mobster dude and millions of dollars and And then he's backed by Blackheart. Mm-hmm. That right there is you say that this says everything, dude. What is Black? Blackheart is the one corporation that's uh, owned by uh, Betsy Double's brother. What do they do? They are in charge of uh, 
I think the military the security with the military to provide all the arms that's that that's needed to um the, they're mercenaries. They're arms, yeah, they're, they're paid mercenaries. Exactly, arms dealer paid mercenaries. They were paid by the government to go and fight in Iraq. Simon. And who, and who is who, who? It's called Blackwater. Heart, Black Heart, Black Harp, Heart, Heart, Heart. I thought it was Blackwater. Well, I'll look it up right now. I think it's Black Heart. And, and Betsy DeVoe is who? Betsy DeVoe. She's she's a secretary of education. She she was appointed by Trump. Oh, okay. And they and they they supported his campaign. Yep. They probably protect him. That's probably the people that protect him. So they get to do what they want to do. You know, that's that's uh, the CIA, FBI. You know, come on, the FBI knows all this shit about Donald Trump, and they didn't release it to the media. You know, they still let him be president. So they're all in it together. All those guys at the top. Look how many how many people resigned in his office. You know. They didn't want to be part of him anymore. Support him. And that's crazy, you know. That should tell you a lot on its own, you know. When people around you just like distancing yourself from you. I just want to see when Pence is going to resign. Really? Yeah. You see that happening? I kind of well look what he made him do at the, at the football game to show his loyalty. But I think Pence Pence is a. Uh, Cause he's more of the he's more of the Christian right, from what I know, and I know Donald Trump is a fake on that. I think he just hides behind the Bible to to get the support. You know, I don't I don't think I think he's an atheist to you know. Oh, actually, you're right. It is Blackwater. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it is Blackwater. Sorry, correction. It's Blackwater, not Blackheart. And uh, the name of, of uh, Betsy's brother is Eric Prince. He's the one that owns it. Mm-hmm. He's the CEO. You know, so... You know, there's a lot of things out there we don't know, but we don't, we're not really into because our daily lives, we work eight-hour shifts or 12-hour shifts. We got kids. We got bills. So we just go along with the flow. But right. you know, times are changing, and I I really believe that that um that now with the, our cell phones and the information. But even then, we know that Google was funded by the CIA. You know, the way it was made, and it's it's part of you know the, the CIA, and the NSA has has control over all that. You know, they could easily access everything. Everything is being recorded. We know that there's mega computers. That are doing all this recording, you know, they're spying through you on your phones. That's a given. That's what you know. The WikiLeaks showed. Edward Snowden was talking about about how the government's spying in on you without court orders. You know, we basically have given a lot of a constitutional rights up. You know, with this when nine eleven happened, all that shit was signed off. You know, to be able to do this, the Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah. you know, so. And people say, oh, do you really feel better protected? Some people say, yeah, has it really stopped any terrorism? Look, if it did, you wouldn't have had this happen. Because mm-hmm. what just happened in Las Vegas shows you that all these freedoms that you gave up, Was it worth the it? CIA, FBI ain't doing nothing about it. Yeah. It's not working for them. It's not. 
All these awards that are going on ain't doing nothing. Europeo. Yeah, so they, they, they got people to give up their rights with these these things. And, you know, ultimately, is like I said, American peoples, once, once they start waking up and being more creative and seeing how do we sustain ourselves without government, it's, it's the ultimate. And a lot of people could say, you know, if you get smart, intellectual, you could learn to live off the grid. You can learn to live off without government on your own. As more people do it and more people do it and they see like, hey, man, I don't need those laws. I know how to behave. I am a person that's civil, humane, you know. Laws are there, were made because of people who get out of hand. Yeah. You know, and they use that fear tactic. But even now, I, most majority of the people are decent people. But they're not intelligent enough to know that, you know. And say, we need laws, we need laws, we need speed limits. And I, I get that. We need regulation, but that's even within your own house. You have your own laws you enforce within as a parent. You know, you, don't, you haven't written down in. You're the one that enforces the law. Society in its own should enforce laws that we agree upon. It becomes part of the culture, you know. Like, don't talk back to your elders. Mm-hmm. Um, don't strike anybody unless it's to defend yourself, you know. Don't steal. Those are all universal laws you know, that come from the universe. And we always had those from the beginning of time. But yes, there's always going to be that group that tries to abuse it, that tries to outsmart you. Right. That's true. Uh, so today I rewatched uh, Eminem's freestyle video. Um, you can tell he, he was completely one sided, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to take away the fact that he can spit fire. Like, he still got to, dude. The fool gets down with his fucking rhymes. Once he busts his rhymes, dude, he's fucking, he's on it, dude. But you can clearly see, you can know, you can tell right away, dude, his fool's just completely one-sided, bro. Like, he's dissing Donald Trump, gotcho, and then he's praising Barack Obama. See, that's where, that's where I draw the line. Barack Obama, Donald Trump. They're the same, same. They come from the same strain, bro. You know? Same strain, bro. The same strain, just a different flower. Mm-hmm. Just growing in a different garden. Ain't no different, man. It's like you said, dude. He's from Chicago. I put old pinchy mafia right there. That's what I'm saying. It's a mob, <laughs> dude. Another fucking mob But down, I'll tell you this. Obama was, had that presidential style. He knew how to talk. Yeah, he did. He had that respect for people. He knew how to talk. He was a communicator, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm telling you. Look, I get it. How does America... I didn't vote for Trump. And I'm proud of that. I can say that. And and I, and, and, and I would tell her... That's sort of like... I don't blame the American people because they were given two devils and they're both the same. I don't Hillary Clinton and Trump. They're both the same. Like Hillary Clinton is, is a, is a war criminal, you know, same thing, dude, push for war. So knowing who she is, like, I don't think she's even better than Trump. Right. Or Trump's better than her. Yeah. The, the, the American, People were given like a gun and to shoot themselves mm-hmm. with, no yeah. matter who they put there. Yeah. You're gonna get shot the same now, but just pick one. 
And it's sad. It's sad that this is what America has become. But I'm not saying that America is all that bad. No, because the majority of people in America are awesome people. Mm-hmm. Even people up there in pop, we have awesome people that are super wealthy and treat people good and, and, and they work hard and they're very proud of what they achieve, but they treat people with respect. There's a lot of people that do that. Just like there's bad people out in the streets you're going to meet and there are also going to be people that hold the door for you. Dude, today I went to um, Pet Boys and this man is probably like in his 60s. He went like... He closed the door and he felt bad. He, he let the door go and he tried to hold it open for me. And he like extended it like, oh, so he was all mm-hmm. sorry. Like he apologized to me because he didn't hold the door open for me. And I was like, oh, it's okay. And I told him, it's okay. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. But that he went out of it. Like he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. An older man like just that, like, yeah. yeah, like, and like his whole body was at a different angle because he tried to, he saw me coming and he tried to keep the door open for me. Uh, respects to that man you know like yeah thank you man there's sometimes i don't even hold the door open sometimes just like in a hurry and mm-hmm. and you know but most of the time i always try to hold if i'm walking out and i see some people coming i don't care who it is i try to hold them just to be courteous it doesn't take me a second just to show love that's how i do it you know hold the door open for somebody no matter what race they are you know it's a human race you know I, we just, and that's why this America, the world is great. Not just America, the world. Majority of the world is good. But there is evil out there because they won't do evil straight in, they'll do it in behind darkness. That's how it works. Just like you and me, we do things behind where no one's going to see us. We might do it with a small group of people, be where we're going to be, but we keep it quiet what we're doing. Right. And it's not that it's bad. It's just like, it's not okay to do it out in public and act like a fool. Mm-hmm. But we're drinking here and we're getting all drunk at my house and it's just the homies and we're like acting dumb like fools. Right, right, right. It's okay. Yeah, there's always a time and place. For yeah, everything. but then yeah. then you got that different type of level. You got these powerful people that behind closed doors are doing these shady deals. You know, organizing to take people's land, their resources, dropping bombs, and they make up lies about it and they feed the media. There's a small group that do do they, they do it behind closed doors. You know, and this is the real world we live in. Just like you do some things where nobody's going to know, but that's your private. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing it for yourself, you know, it doesn't affect you. But, that's, but they're at a different level where it does affect people. You know? Yeah. It's true. It's at a higher level. Like, for me, it would say, like, mm-hmm. what do you do, you know, that... uh that you've done that you don't want people to see or see you're doing. Well, you can say, well, you know, like, oh, I go to my kid's soccer game and, and I fill my cup during the day with a couple. You're not supposed to have any alcohol in the field. You fill right. my cup with some alcohol. Mm-hmm. I want nobody to know, but I'm doing that. And I know that's not right. Uh, but I'm saying, hey, I'm having a couple freaking sitting on the heat. I want to have a couple beers, you know, but you right. got to hide it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anybody harm, but hey, man. But it's still not right. But these guys do it at the 100 times power, what they're doing. They're signing contracts to transfer cell weapons to this country, knowing that they're going to use them against another country and take them out because they want to get to their oil or they want to get to their cotton or their fruits or their land. Yep. You know? We're here trying to be law-abiding citizens. And yeah. yeah. Or, you know, or, or now these days, well, another thing you could do, which is illegal, you shouldn't do it. You take a little vape pen in an airplane and you're out there smoking it in the bathroom vaping <laughs> yeah. I did that it's not right 
when I'm doing it, you know, it's not smoke that you're going to smell a cigarette, but still, you shouldn't be doing that, you know? But I'm saying this, that's the level that these bad guys do it at. They're really bad, and yet they're in church on Sunday. It's the mob, bro. The CIA, FBI, there's good people in the FBI, there's bad people in the FBI. Mm -hmm. There's good people in the CIA and there's bad people in the CIA. They get brainwashed, but when they use you, now, like you see, like, um, like that guy in that case that came out, the nurse that got arrested for not handing over the blood, the blood, blood sample. Uh, yeah. yeah, the blood samples of the guy, the trucker that, you know. Patient, yeah. Yeah. That was a bad cop, bro. But the supervisor was a worse cop because he was the guy in charge. He was a father figure it. that said, do it. Yeah. Told his son to do it. And the son listened and obeyed, and he's the one that gets fired. But the dad told him to do it, the supervisor. See? And it's the same way. The same structure that is in your house is the same way it is out there in the real world. You know? We have laws to follow. How many people break the laws by speeding? They're not out there telling you, but they're out there speeding. Yeah. And even cops break that law, and they're out there speeding on their phones. And it tells not to use their cell yes. phones, and then they're on their cell phones. But these cartel guys, these mobsters... Like Trump and all that, and, and Obama and Hillary Clinton and Dick Cheney and George Bush, they're worse. They're at a higher degree worse. And I say that in a scale level measure that. Uh, but mm -hmm. I'm not saying no better than me. My things, I know what I am. I'm not trying to say I'm a better person, but. Yeah, you know your place. But yeah. yeah, but I would denounce that. I was like, I oppose what they do. I don't agree with what they do at mm -hmm. that level. It's unjust. And they're abusing our constitution. They're hiding behind it. Mm -hmm. How are we doing on time? Uh, we're over 30 minutes. We're over? Yeah. It's, it's going to be 34 minutes now. No, but we're... So we got 30 minutes left? Yeah. We're okay. We good, fam. We good. So how's your job coming along, Steve? I know you got a new job now. What's up with that? Uh, finally, you know, they put me to work yesterday, man. I got me got going through all these invoices with the clientele. Uh, the owner went to my house today and he said that, um, he went over to Redlands to do a, a Halle. And he, he said that if he got the work done, um, business went through. Um, he said they're going to get paid, um, going to be well, uh, well paid. He says that job that they did was like 30000 Wow. Mm hmm So that's going to, you know, help them out right there with the, the finances, the expenses in the office. Because, you know, he was pretty pretty worried about being behind. So with this hot, this job that they did, little, that work, um, it's, it's going to improve them a, a little bit. So it gets closer to their, their goal with their finances. Cause awesome. I think I think they're like maybe fifty thousand behind. So with this, is giving them you know getting closer to that. Get evened out, you know. Break it, even. Yeah, and in other news, um, I guess the the city of Palm Desert has approved an ordinance allowing cannabis shops to operate within the city. Sa. So, there you go. You know, all these people were against it in the beginning, but now they're seeing that money, that figure. You see how people easily change their mind, what money does? They were really strongly opposed to it. All these cities in the beginning, we don't want that around our cities. Now look at them. 
now that it's become legal through the law, now they're, because they know that. Mm-hmm. You know, these politicians, now they know, like, oh, we got the law behind us, we could do that. No, no, we're not going to look bad because they're trying to preserve their jobs. You know, all these politicians, bro, the thing about it that they do it for the money, bro. They're not doing it for the love to serve the people. People got to understand that, dude. You know, they don't do it to serve the community. They're doing it to serve themselves. Basically. You know, yeah, and they, they try to sell you all this, but they want that recognition. They want that, you know. Honestly, I think that if you're going to be in, in any political position, that that you you shouldn't do it for, like, you shouldn't get paid super well. And once you're done, that's it. You know, what you're going to do out of your heart to serve people, it should be from your heart. I understand, you know, you got to make a living, you got to pay them somehow, that's fine. But I don't think they should hold that position so long. And they should always have somebody else they're going to leave to do that position. And they should go somewhere else. Once they serve the community, they leave a good example. Pass it on to the youth. So it continues. But you have all these old farts that stay in power for so long. Look at McCain's, Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. That's That's why it's so corrupted. You know, where's the youth involved in that? You know, you should have a mixture between old and young. And you should have a good mentors that teach. You know, society should evolve to be better-minded, more loving, more caring, and technology taking off. You know, cut down on wars. You know, when you keep going wars, wars, just like our prisons keep getting more people and more people probably It tells you something's not right in society. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're less. They always say, like, we're more barbaric back then, back in the days. Of course we're more barbaric. We didn't have guns. You know? We're more barbaric because... That was that was the time of technology, you know. But even yet, I mean, I think we're as barbaric now as we were back then. There's no difference. Yeah. You know, everybody tries to tell you a story that, oh, there was way more wars, you know. But guess what? Yeah, but those wars were were less centralized. Now they're world wars, you know. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's getting the news, you know. So you could say, well, well the Vikings were going to come hit you. But the world was much bigger back then. So yeah, the Vikings attacked a certain group of people, and that's and that's who wrote the history. The Vikings or whoever wrote it that they conquered this, yeah. and and also the Spaniards, the French, all these wars. We know it's part of human nature, but there just comes a point like, damn, when are you gonna stop being so barbaric? Yeah, so greedy, and it's always been about resources and land. It ain't no different now. Why we're at war? Mm-mm. Why we have wars, or you know these bullies? In government, same shit. Hasn't changed. Nothing. It's about power. That one person wants to take power, control, and knows how to use the chessboard, knows how to move the pieces around. That's how that world is. Moving the pawns. Yeah. yeah. You know, sacrifice your pawns. Sacrifice your queen or your king. Who's in power? You know, checkmate. It's, uh, king me. <laughs> Man, most of these politicians in the Congress been there more than they should. How many turns is it? Like two, 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 three turns or something like that? Dude, I want to go to Zelda's banda. Stay <laughs> I haven't been to Zelda's in like three, five, six years. Maybe longer, bro. I wonder if there's fights during at Zelda's during banda. If any listeners out there who's been to Zelda, let me know. <laughs> what kind of crowd is out there? Nah, you know, it's not a good place to be going out there to Zelda's. Man, from my experience there, dude, man, 
most of the time, it's always ended in fucking drama. Almost every time I've gone there. A lot there. of fucked up people. Fuck yeah, dude. Girls and guys? Or, or Both, bro. Trying to think they're all bad and shit? Yes. The alcohol? They fight over stupid little shit, bro. Like, it's ridiculous. What is one of the worst fights you've seen? When fucking my homie got beat up by the fucking security guard, man. Like, the fuck, bro? That fool got fired. The security guard? Yeah. You beat him up pretty bad or what? Dude, he he was fucking, he had, like, cheap shot, dude. Oh. Cheap shot, bro. Like, we were already in the car, and, like, I guess he, he misunderstood uh, my homie, and he just went up to him and just fucking socked him, like, three, like, two, three times on his fucking face, dude. Busted his nose. Damn. And I took him to the hospital because he was fucking bleeding, you know, like... But after that, you know, I, I think he had more incidents after that, mm-hmm. and it led to his termination. Wow. So he was out of control. He's probably on steroids, huh? Be- I, whatever what it was, dude, like, he was getting out of hand. Like, you know, he was out of protocol, mm-hmm. even when he was off duty. Like, come on, dude. You're really going to approach someone that's in the car with his seatbelt on and punch him in the face because you find him threatening? That's stupid, bro. Yeah, he just went up to him, boom. Yeah. He was sit he was inside the car with the seatbelt on, the closed door. Windows down, and he just fucking snapped. The guy snapped because he thought my homie was threatening him. And he never did. I was sitting next to him. He never fucking said anything that sounded threatening, but apparently it did for that security guard. Now he was fucked up. Like we could have sued that fucking place, bro. But my homie was like, you know what? Nah. It is whatever, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Like, he was fucking heated, but he let it go. He let mm-hmm. it go. And I and I persuaded him, you know, I convinced him, hey, Sasuke, dude, like, this is what's done, it's over with, you know, the past in the past, just fuck it, you know, move on. And yeah, we did. He's good now. He's better off now, you know, he's with his hyena, he's getting things together, you know, he's trying to establish his own foundation and. You know, things are things are looking good for him right now, so far. You know, I mean, I have nothing against, the, you know, the owners and the staff in that place, dude. But, gosh, dude, they, the people that they, that they bring in there, dude, it's like... Because they pay him. They don't pay him well, right? Let's see. So he hires people that are not so professional. Mm-hmm. Try to keep that money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't get me wrong, dude. I had some good moments right there as all those two, man. You know, remember one time, you know, I hook up with, you know, this one cougar. Best one of the probably best nights I ever had when going there. <laughs> mm. I honestly, that's probably the best night I ever had there. You know, and that's you know, some of my friends are telling me that I should probably. Seek, you know, cougars more often. Hmm. Oh, snap! We got David out here. Come to the podcast, dude. Hey, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Hey, Pops. Mom, uh, there. Mom wants you to call her. Okay. 
Come on, man. Put your two cents in, bro. Whatever my dad says, it's not true. Don't listen to him. He's crazy. All right? <laughs> He's old. He wears diapers. That's the, that's the things that you guys don't know. So do your research about him before you formulate an opinion. All right, guys? <laughs> All right. Here's your Scooby snack, Derek. <laughs> Good job, boys. I'm a dog. <laughs> perro. Well, take a shower, dude. You smell like armpit. So that was Memo's uh, oldest boy, David. Big Mazapan. <laughs> he's a, is he a senior? Yeah, he's a senior. He's a senior. Sure. Big dog. Looking like fucking Shrek and shit. <laughs> yes, boy. Homeboy eats day and night, day and night, and doesn't stop. That's where my money's going, man. AKA takeout. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, going back to uh, this this new uh, dispensary in Palm Desert, is it that's what it is a dispensary? Well, they're gonna be able to do business out of the city. I mean, they're not gonna be restricted to industrial areas anymore. Oh, okay. So you know. That's cool. So you could have a you could have a cannabis shop next to a Starbucks. Sa. Gotcha. And before they wouldn't even let you do that, you know, they were all Oh Snow Presidente. Call me, huh? Yeah, this is wifey on the phone. Right yeah, the reason why I call her La Presidente because you know she's the one with mm-hmm. the Pants and relationship, from what I've seen, seems like that. Could be wrong, but from what I've seen, okay. it appears that she has the one with the pants. That's fine. Yeah, because we don't have nothing. So, you know what I'm Okay, me home. Okay, bye. Hello, hello, bueno? It's all good? Mm-hmm, all good. We're having a... Uh... Jack in the Crack, 99 Cent Tacos. What's up? Man, I haven't had that in a while. Keep it cheap, keep it real. <laughs> so. That's why America has the highest heart disease in the world. True. Cardi- cardiovascular disorders. We have yeah. fast food service 24-7. Whenever you want it, it's here. True. True. I think... We're rated second, right, in obesity? We do. we're on top of Mexico on that shit, bro. We're on top of the chorritos? Yeah, because Mexico used to be... Oh, people people in Mexico are getting fat, dude. Now. Mm-hmm. They're getting more Americanized, dude. They're getting fatter and fatter. We, it, we the money them, is... Like, you know one thing I noticed? Them. People with money get fat, bro. Yeah, I think so, too. When you just collect that check, you just <laughs> the more you see you get, get corporate corporation or the more junk they feed you. Because you know why? Mm. It's easier and they make it process. They can make more with the, you know, GMO, genetically modified food, dude. Yep. You know, the, the, the high fructosis corn syrup, that corn is a special genetically modified to give high yields and more sweet sugar and you know, that's what they, they give that corn to the marranos to fatten them up, dude. Oh, yeah. Those grains, man. Mm-hmm. Then we in turn eat the pork. And then the, the gallinas, que les dan hormones. You know, I try to eat organic, but 
caro. It's, you know, it's expensive, bro. Organic causing panic. Did you know that uh, KFC, they uh, apply steroids to their chickens? No, no, but now I know why they, they look pretty pretty muscular, chicken wings. Well, they use it to... Uh, yeah, the breast, they, they, they look age, pretty yoked. They, you know? they age, uh, make them age faster. So, yeah, so when you eat that chicken, you have a bad attitude, huh? Your rage, Roy Rage. Roy Rage, <laughs> off that chicken. You know, go with uh, McDonald's, they use uh, old-ass chickens for their nuggets. No wonder that meat's so soft. It's all old, all soggy, all wrinkly, yeah. <laughs> all soggy chicken and shit. Y luego for their uh, chicken, the McChicken sandwiches, uh, their mayonnaise come from uh, cow semen. Yeah? Yeah. Well, shit, no wonder I got a big gut. <laughs> Probably pregnant from that mayonnaise. You know? Yeah. It's a trip, loco. So if you ever want to go to a fast food restaurant, go to In-N-Out. Um, go to Sonic's. Um, you know, it's fucking expensive. Um, you can go there. I don't know. If, maybe Five Guys, maybe. It's all right. Um, let's see. I've never been a Farmer Boys. I haven't tried their burgers yet. But from what I've been told by the ones that have, saying that it's pretty good. Um, Where is that place we eat at? Aspen Mills? Oh, Aspen com? Mills. That place is the bomb. It's fresh. You, you take a bite of that sandwich, dude, and it's freshness, dude. Man, when I ate that sandwich, bro, it was delicious. I went yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you said they had the Caesar salad. Yeah, it was, said the, it was bomb. the bomb. Those Kuchans have cranberries in them. Kuchans with cranberries. Oh, their Caesar salad, chicken Caesar. What's a bomb, beta? Damn, baby. Baby, baby. Oh, that shit tasted awesome. Was it, it a make it, no? Was it a bowl or? No, it was like, well, it's like a square bowl. It was like a square tray. They served it to you. Oh, man. That was, I recommend everybody go. Check them out, Aspen Mills off Washington, next to Traders Joe. It's in the one plaza. Yeah. Yeah, up in there, man. Go, go get your, go get a sandwich from there, go get a salad from there. Shout outs to them. They make and awesome, br- yeah, fresh, yeah. healthy food. Their sandwiches are good. Pacarito. Yeah, it's a bit pricey, yeah. Um, but it's worth it. Yeah, the, the bread there is good too. The bread is top notch. I, I recommend it too. I highly recommend it. We were recommended by one of his clients. And uh, we went there and, man, we were very impressed. I was impressed. Um, <laughs> As we were eating our sandwiches, one of the workers approached us with the brownie sample. And then Memo asked him, does it have that uh, special ingredient? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, nah, not yet. We're, we're working on it, though. <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Oh man. Well, um, if you guys checked out Eminem's, if you haven't checked out Eminem's video, uh, check it out. It's on YouTube. It's like number one trending. But when you're watching it, try to look at it from an unbiased standpoint. You know, because like if you're liberal. 
you, you know, pretty much praise it. And if you're conservative, yeah, probably going to hate it. But at least try to watch it, you know, from, you know, from like I said, on bias standpoint, try to like analyze it and see if you agree with me. Because from when I watched it, I felt like it was completely one-sided. Obviously, it was completely one-sided because he was dissing Donald Trump, and then in the middle of it, he was praising Barack Obama. So if you never got a chance to watch it, watch it, dude. Well, I'm pretty pretty sure you have, but if you haven't, check it out. And then if you want, you can you know leave me a a comment and let me know if you agree with me. And if you don't, you know, try to have a reasonable argument. And then um, also uh, I read an AP, oh no, I'm sorry, not AP, in um, National Geographic, that the super volcano, possible super volcano from the Yellowstone, um, they saying that it could erupt in a manner of decades rather than uh, centuries. I don't know if you read up on on that. No. Um, so there were so they have all these researchers there, right? They're analyzing, you know, the the the, the geyser, I guess, all faithful and whatnot. And uh, in their previous studies, show that all that buildup uh, from the from magma would take uh, you know centuries. So before it, uh, it erupts, but with this recent study, it actually came from a student in uh, Arizona State, and uh, she was analyzing all these ashes and uh, crystallites from that uh, volcano geyser or whatever, and uh, she uh, came up with an analysis mm-hmm. that the magma, well, like I'm sorry, the, the volcano was building up fresh lava at a faster rate than it was previously expected. Mm-hmm. So now they uh, predict that this super volcano, the eruption from the super volcano will occur sooner than expected. A lot sooner. And then, uh, and NASA, that they have a program where they're trying to engineer a way to prevent the eruption from occurring. They're trying to like come up with some sort of reservoir to, um, I guess, build some sort of pathway for that magma to go through and find its way to an open area. I, I'm not... I, I didn't read all the. De- I wasn't. I don't remember all the details, but they're just trying to engineer some sort of reservoir that would like help, I guess, prevent the or some sort of cooling system reservoir. That's what it is mm-hmm. to slow down the that magma buildup to slow the process. So like so that way when the eruption happens, it's not super. I guess not massive. Mm-hmm. It will be just like a a typical volcano eruption, but now that with with the study that came out, I don't know if that's gonna um have the that program and NASA probably you know speed the process or whatnot. It seems like they're not they didn't raise any concerns with that program because obviously they're still maintaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, of course they have that concern in the back of their minds, but. 
Um, from what I've read, it seems like they are they're not showing any concerns. And uh, the and the geologists there also don't seem to have any concerns with it because they say that the probability of that eruption is the similar probability of a major asteroid colliding with uh, with Earth. Like I think there's one in seven hundred thirty five thousand. So is that like lightning hitting you? It could happen, but no, lightning light, lightning is actually more. It's like one in one million. I think. So the chances that happen are a lot greater than lightning? Yeah. Hitting you? Yep. Wow. Well, but it could happen. But it could happen, yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to end uh, the podcast there? Or you already, no. got, you already got a last uh, minute um, arguments or... No, I'm good. You good? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll end it there. Oh, before we go, actually, I got got something to say, man. I I know. Uh, I've been hearing some criticism. Well, not really criticism, but from what I've been hearing, that pretty much this podcast has been one-sided. Um. Yeah, I get that. I get it. You know, because. Obviously, my boy Memo here, he's, he's mostly talking about 85, 90% of the time. Uh, but it's like I told him, uh, yeah, this podcast has both our names. It's our, it's our podcast, but I started this podcast so that way I could create a platform for him, for, for Memo. Because he has a lot of ideas that he wants to point out. And... I came up with this idea of creating this podcast for him. And so far, it seems like people want to hear what I got to say. But in reality, this is about him giving his, get his opinions and his theories about everything that's happening here in our society. And that is basically... The whole reason I wanted to create, you know, uh, start up this podcast in the first place. Yeah, both their names are on it. But really, this is his platform. I mean, I'll put in my two cents every now and then. But reality is that I want him to be the one to say what he needs to say because he's very analytical with his ideas and theories. He can break it down for you when it's necessary. And he will. He, he can break it down. Believe me. Uh, I've known him for a long time. To understand. The way. He conveys. His ideologies. And yeah. It could be seen far fetched at times. But it's like he said. It's pure. It's all everything that we said is opinionated. These are just our thoughts. It's nothing to be taken serious. No, it's not about giving facts. No, it's just our thoughts and opinions about the way we perceive, um, you know, uh, propaganda, politics, uh, medicinal substances that are beneficial. Um, whatever the case may be, 
but you want I guess you wanted what you wanted to hear my side, so this is my side. This is me saying stop complaining and just fucking listen to what he has to say. Don't worry about what I gotta say. Don't worry about it. Because basically this platform is his. And all my name's in his memo. That's why I put his name first, not mine. That's why I'm second. I'm the second banana here. Can we just all get along, Steve? <laughs> I don't know where you're getting along. I just want to give give the people a clarification about our podcast. Because so far, it seems like people don't want to hear you most of the time. But it's like, this is your shit. Even though both their names are on, this is your shit. This is your baby. He's doing the work on the mic. I'm doing the work off the mic. Basically. Well, it sounds like you're doing both work. <laughs> but I mean, this is a, this is about you, you know, telling people about your perception on all the issues that's happening right now. That's it. So that's all it is. If you don't like it, well, you know, that's your problem. That's on you. So, you know, for those that have been that tuning in to our podcast, hey, we appreciate you. You know, you're being showing your loyalty to our podcast. That's freaking awesome. Um, I'm going to upload, uh, this podcast and then after that, I'm, I'm just going to upload our page and to, uh, to my Facebook account during the day because I feel like during, when I upload it during the night, I don't think uh, a lot of people are tuned in to their, to, to Facebook at that time. So I'm going to change up things a little bit so that way we can gain more, uh, more attention to our podcast so that way people can more people will tune in new people now even my primo's tuning in man que pasa wey come on man yo yo pensaba que ibas a apoyar y todo el pedo mira que pasa no manches wey no I still love you primo my bad <laughs> alright well this has been our 8th podcast and uh wish you guys a pleasant evening and uh talk to you tomorrow Good night, Pete. Much love. Baby, baby.